Hey friends, welcome to Thrive and Align Healing Podcast. This is Kim. And this is Carmen. And we basically solve all the world's problems here on the podcast. Just kidding. We talk about holistic healing. We explore ways to change our thinking um, and the mind-body connection to stimulate healing in our body. So you know, all that mind-body-soul stuff. Yep, that's what we talk about each week. So thanks for joining us. Let's get started. Hey friends, welcome back to Thrive Line Healing Podcast. This is episode 62. This is a two-part series that we're super excited to do. Um, you guys can totally listen to it on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you guys are listening to us, but there's going to be a lot of um, visual graphics in this episode. We are also, it's going to be, all of our podcast episodes are on YouTube. So if you want to jump over to see all of the slides and stuff that Carmen's presenting in this episode, that's where it's going to be at Thrive and Align Healing. So what we're talking about in these next two episodes is energy, frequency, and then energetic medicine. And episode two is going to start pulling in manifestation and the quantum field. They're all kind of intertwined in terms of like energy and frequency and the universe and humans. It's just, we had to get some kind of a little bit more concrete examples. So energetic medicine was a little bit easier to take this abstract thing and kind of make it understandable for our physical world. Yes, hopefully that's the goal. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> when we're talking about, uh, so in my world, I call it energetic medicine, right? Um, so energetic medicine uh, uses this uh, quantum physics uh, to influence our health, right? Within that energetic medicine umbrella can fall things like homeopathy, flower essences, traditional Chinese medicine, acupuncture um, would fall within that umbrella um, of, of energetic medicine, right? Um, if you guys are familiar with cell salts or undas, all of those are very similar. Um, so to understand a little bit, at least get like a glimpse in the window <laughs> of um, uh, quantum mechanics or quantum physics, um, it's a little bit different, okay? And I'm kind of, I'm going to make it really simple because that's how I understand it is simply. Um, so what we're used to, when we think about physics, there's different worlds of physics, right? What we're used to is like the Newtonian physics. That's what we've been taught. Gravity, right? The apples falling out of the tree hits Newton in the head. Um, inertia, right? Like when things in mo when things are in motion, they stay in motion, right? Those things that we've learned in school in physics, that's Newtonian physics. Okay. So quantum physics is a little bit different um, in that we are looking at particles that we can't see. Right. So those we know that molecules are made up of electrons and protons and those atoms. And maybe you guys have heard of like the atom smashers. Right. There's these um, colliders around the world. The biggest one is in Switzerland, which kind of Big Bang Theory made popular. Um, we had an atom collider um, underground at Cornell. And so what they do is they um, take 
these particles that we can see, these atoms, and they uh, collide them together so that they will kind of break apart. And then they try to measure the components within that atom. Okay. So um, by doing that, um, we can see uh, those individual components, those electrons and protons and, um, and uh, how, and there's something that's called quarks, uh, how they influence the world around them. Okay. okay? So um, uh, when we look at these particles, um, technically they're particles and they're waves at the same time. Okay. This is where it gets a little bit different because we think of, okay, if it's a particle, it's, it's like a spot, right? Like I can see a spot. Mm -hmm. Well, when you look at that spot and you look at it a little bit closer, it's actually not a spot. It's a wave. Okay. The spot is kind of like an illusion. Kind of. So in this world of physics, it can be a particle and a wave at the same time. Okay, so I mean, I always have to make it simple, right? It's as if I'm up in an, um, let's just say an airplane, and I look down and I see this spot. Yes. It, it, it's a spot, it looks like a spot, but then we land and I'm closer and it's a cow. Yes, S similarly, yes. Yes. Okay. Where um, it, it becomes about that perception. Yeah, okay. where you are. Um, okay. But in, um, so when we're thinking about these particles or these energetics, they also are not just a wave. They also emit waves, right? Okay. So much like, oh, I um, have to be a host to screen, share my screen. Awesome. So much like if you were to take a pebble and throw it into a puddle or a pond um, that you can watch those ripples, right? You can watch it make waves. Um, so those waves are dependent on how big the pebble is, right? How big um, the pebble is and how much um, mass you move, if you will, okay? So I want to share my screen. So my first picture is you see this particle, right? Um, so that particle, the reason why they call it a particle and a wave, because that particle influences the world around it, right? So even though we can't see those protons, those um, uh, neutrons and electrons, they are always influencing the world around them right? The space around them. When I say world, the space around them. So whether that particle is within our body, whether it's out in the environment, um, whether it's within uh, some a mass, it's all creating this wave um, like field, which always has potential energy. Okay. Okay. So, um, Another way to look at it, if you guys are familiar with sine waves, um, this is another way that they can um, 
depict it is that, okay, so that wave is constantly being emitted from different particles around us. Now we can actually measure these waves and this is what we do in um, certain aspects of energetic medicine. So it's usually not as technical as measuring the waves, but um, a lot of German scientists in the 80s um, took a whole field of bioenergetics uh, and started actually measuring these things because they wanted to be able to, to um, use it for medicine. And so out of that, or they wanted to understand, sorry, sorry uh, homeopathic medicine a little bit better. Okay. Homeopathic medicine has been around since the 1700s um, and it was started in Germany um, and we still use it today in the U.S. in the early um, 1800s to the early 1900s. A lot of the med schools in the U.S. were homeopathic med schools mm -hmm. and then that kind of changed um, uh, after 1910 with the American with the introduction of the American Medical Association. But so these ideas of the sign that all these particles are creating a sine wave. Okay. Now what is tricky about understanding energetic medicine? And we're going to talk more about this in the next episode, especially when it comes to manifestation and a little bit more about quantum mechanics is that um, every time they've studied, uh, and this is what makes the field of quantum mechanics a little bit more um, it's not, it, it, uh, people consider it theoretical because of this, okay, is because uh, these waves are always changing, right? So what they found, even in working with those atom, those atom smashers, those colliders, um, is that the scientists can influence the results of that, um, those experiments or that energetic field, okay? And is and that by um, observation? That's um, Dispenza talks about that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and so part of that is because we can't. So this is obviously not my picture. I borrowed it from the internet. Um, it, but the reason why is because we can not easily single out one particle, right? And and measure that wave. We can theoretically, but in reality. This picture shows a little bit more about what's going on, right? We're, we always have these different waves and these different waves are associated with different frequencies, okay? And so within an individual, within um, a, a human being, within a certain medicine, um, within, yeah, um, things around us, there's always going to be a certain level of energy in those things, okay? Um, if we take it back to like Einstein, you know that equation E equals MC squared. Yeah. It essentially says that energy creates mass and mass creates energy. Energy creates mass, mass creates energy. Okay. So if we think of things with mass, right, which is pretty much the solid objects, um, things that are, that we can see that are tangible around us have energy. Okay. 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 Are you following me? Yeah. I'm just like, I'm putting it into the quantum field. Like is energy that quantum field created mass earth. Yes. And then in humans and the humans, which are, uh, mass. Yep. Energy. Exactly. Okay. Yes. All right. It's making sense. <laughs> so 
Um, so we're just, we're, we're totally simplifying this. Okay. Um, but I wanted, we have to, but I wanted to show this picture because this shows us a diagram of, um, all the different waves happening at the same time, right? And each wave, um, they, they depict these by different colors, but each wave is a different frequency. Okay. okay. So um, as far as homeopathic medicine goes, is that we are influencing our particular frequency at a certain time. Okay. Right? So um, if our frequency is usually, we usually use homeopathy in, a, in relation to um, a symptom, an illness, um, a, even a diagnosis for some, or sometimes we can do a constitutional remedy to help um, overall balance things. And I tell folks, they describe homeopathy as like a cellular, um, stimulates the cellular repair, okay? Mm -hmm. And it, the reason why they say that is because it's not affecting necessarily the biochemistry or the biology, it's actually changing the frequency of the cells, okay? Mm -hmm. um so if you remember our original sine wave right you have a single wave and again we're simplifying this um if i introduce another either an opposing or just a different wave um it will influence that original sine wave right mm -hmm. um so we can kind of see that here um you can see as the so if you're taking a homeopathic remedy say i'm taking a homeopathic remedy for a headache right um say it's like natmer um and i'm taking homeopathic medicine for a, a homeopathic remedy for a headache um that homeopathic re remedy whether it's in tincture form or in a pellet form has an imprinted energetic wave if you will um associated with that Okay, so if I influence that um, frequency uh, into my body, then it's influencing uh, where my frequency was to promote a new frequency. Prefer, I mean, yeah, we're working towards a healing frequency. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. <laughs> okay, so um, let's see. I don't... Okay, so much like, and you guys have probably seen these. Um, do you remember these pendulum things that we put on our desk, right? It's the same idea, it's just in the waveform, it's just drawn out, right? So we can see this um, in the world around us. Say if you've got the pendulum, you start one end um, way out here and it'll start clicking back and forth and then the whole uh, uh, set of balls will all rhythmically um, move in the same direction, right? You're changing the frequencies of this pendulum based on the original influence of that one right ball that you pulled out further yeah. to start the movement. Okay. So um, you, so when you graph that, that looks like those waves are, are changing because you're influencing that frequency by adding an energetic medicine. Okay. All right, does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I think of it this way, like if we have a cell that's not healthy in it, like I'm not the doctor. So if I don't get this analogy right, you're going to have to correct me, but it's not very healthy and it has a very low frequency. 
Yes. Right. It's very slow and drawn out. So it's not able to regenerate to create a healthier cell. Right. Yes. So then we introduce homeopathy that has a faster wave. Yes. Then that cell that's not that slow will like, it'll help it to increase its wave to be faster to become a healthier cell. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yes. So that's, that's it in a nutshell. Um, let's see, let me go back. Here we go to stop sharing my screen. So that, um, is the simple, <laughs> the simple form to be able to introduce that, to kind of explain what's changing when we add something to the system, like an energetic medicine, right? right? Um, because we're trying to, to influence that change. Mm -hmm. right? So now um, take that <laughs> and I'm gonna add a little bit more to it, okay? okay? So along the same lines, right? We are created from energy, right? We're created from energy, we've, cre we've got mass. We're created from mass and energy. That E equals MC squared. Yeah. So um, we take that and we um, look at it a little bit deeper. Okay, so each one of our organ systems, right? We see this in, in Chinese medicine. Each one of our organ systems is associated with a muscle body. Okay, can you give it's me an also, example? Sorry, can you give me an example? Like the liver is associated with this muscle body, or um, all right, so I'm not great at this part because that's associated with um, applied kinesiology and like muscle testing. So I am used to testing the muscles, but not always knowing the muscle bodies. But okay. so um, let me give you an example. Say our stomach is associated with the serratus anterior. Okay. 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 So when and we're doing muscle testing, we can test the serratus anterior and um, get an idea of whether our um, stomach meridian or our stomach organ system is um, strong or weak or if it needs some attention. Okay. Okay. So um, because of that relationship, right, just like we saw those particles, right, everything is influencing everything else. Mm -hmm. um, but because of those relationships and because we can actually test those muscles, um, we can get an idea as to what organ systems might be dysfunctional in some form or fashion. Okay. Now, if we think of those muscle bodies as batteries, right, okay. because they have a positive, they can have a positive charge and a negative charge. Okay. So this is taking physics to a little bit of a different level, but it's still within the realm of quantum physics. Okay. So um, when we see like a double A battery, right, like a double A battery, it goes dead. What's changing is um, when we get the battery, it says this is a positive end and this is a negative end. When it loses all of its juice, the positive end actually flips and becomes negative and the negative end becomes positive. Okay. This can happen to people um, when we experience chronic illness, when we experience things like chronic stress, um, when we experience autoimmune conditions, when we have poor health um, or uh, a poor diet. All of those things can drain our batteries and cause that positive and negative to switch. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then what happens is what we're, we're very fortunate in this design of human being bodies 
in that we have rechargeable batteries. Mm -hmm. So we can um, flip that switch back so that our muscle bodies um, are able to continue to take a charge. So the positive will be positive and the negative will be negative. Okay. In order to do that, we have to be in that parasympathetic state, okay. that rest and digest, that relaxed state that changes our frequency so that we can then, um, our muscle bodies and our organ systems can then hold a charge, if you will. Okay. Okay. So the reason why I bring that up is because those charges, right, that is, it's a frequency, but it's also, um, uh, 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 what's the word? A hertz. It's, um, we can measure that. We can measure that electrical activity in hertz, right? Um, so that's where they've done the experiments. We can see that how much the, the organ systems, those meridians, um, are carrying a charge, <coughs> what their vibration is at, if you will, but what that frequent, we can measure that frequency. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, when we're in good health or optimal health, our batteries are charged, right? Yeah. So our positives are positives and our negatives are negatives. Um, so that when we are exercising, when we're moving, um, we are increasing the charge in our batteries uh, or our muscle bodies, which then are correlate with our organ systems. So then our organ systems will function properly. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> All right. So that um, is what I wanted to introduce today <laughs> as far as uh, the influence of physics and the influence of energetic medicine um, on our physical health, how we see it in homeopathy. Um, and the same thing could go for other energetic medicines like flower essences, cell salts, um, undas, if you guys are familiar with those, um, and how we see sort of that basis of even acupuncture and traditional Chinese medicine. Um, that just taps into specific points within a meridian that stimulate those um, battery packs, if you will, to take that charge. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, uh, any questions about that? Yeah. So I want to give them context, like why we're talking about this, because yesterday, Carmen, Dr. Carmen and I were talking about I was like, is this whole manifestation and quantum field thing real? Or did like some like random like hippie like just make this up and it became popular because my brain was not understanding how we as humans <clears throat> emit frequency. Yes. Right. Because in the whole quantum field, law of attraction manifestation field, it's that whatever vibration we're at is what we are attracting in the quantum field. Yes. So, and what I'm understanding based on today's episode is, is you kind of just laid the foundation as how, as humans, we are energy and energy and matter. And then as matter, we emit energy. So that's where these frequencies, these vibrations are coming out from us into the environment. Exactly. So um, a good example of this, and I should have said this earlier, is that um, with what well, we, we can see this, um, say you're tuning into a radio station, right? Okay. 
um, and you're looking for a certain frequency, right? You tune into that radio station, you're getting, I don't know, 98.9, you know, um, and a radio a song comes across the radio station, right? So you are tapping into that frequency that's being emitted by the radio station, okay? Mm -hmm. So the same thing happens to us as energetic beings is that when we are of a certain level of health or if when our mind and our thoughts, we're emitting out those vibrational waves, right? Those frequencies. Um, and that often will attract other frequencies that are of the same wavelength. Okay. So back to your example <coughs> of homeopathy, right? And that like, we're at this. I introduce homeopathy that's like a little bit faster and mine matches. So yeah. take that same example. I'm admitting waves that are like this. The environment is going to be attracted at those same level waves that I'm currently at. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We, so, um, like, um, what is the law, the simulum? Um, like here's like is the, is the homeopathy means um, like things, right? Um, and so that medicine is looking for like cures like. So they say that in relationship to characteristic symptoms, you're trying to heal characteristic symptoms with um, substances that create characteristic symptoms because they attract each other, if you will. Mm -hmm. Attract isn't the best word for that, but um, it works because we understand that. <laughs> yeah. And from like a biochemistry perspective, like dissolves like. Similar. Yes. Yes. Right? In biochemistry. Like oil and water don't dissolve each other. But if you have an oily substance and you use an oil-based substance, it'll help clean it and get rid of it. Yes. It'll dissolve. Yes. Water. Right. Right. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I want to, okay, I'm going to talk about this next time as well, but I want to introduce one more thing. Let's see if I can find it. Here we go. Okay. So when we're talking about our thoughts and our feelings, right? Um, so we've been able to measure these frequencies. Okay. Um, and these frequencies are associated with a certain level, uh, a certain Hertz or a certain vibration. I'm sorry that this might be a little bit fuzzy for you guys, but um, we can see those that are on the higher frequency, um, closer to 700, is what we consider positive thoughts or feelings, right? Um, uh, new neutral is, uh, or neutrality is at 250, but even courage um, is just a, bit, a little bit below that. And when we drop below 200 is what we consider those lower frequencies, Right. Um, this is where we see like our fear, depression, um, guilt, shame. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, sadness would be on the lower frequencies. Right. Um, so we can, I want to introduce this because we're going to talk about it a little bit more in next episode, but that we can actually measure these, right. That this is, um, part of this world of quantum mechanics, quantum physics, are, um, that we can see that if each one of these frequencies is associated with one of those waves, right? And what we put out is what will um, attract, if you will, um, back to us. So 
Yeah, because these, oh, I'm pointing at him, we can see. As you <laughs> these emotions are chemical reactions. We've had exactly. a thought, we've had a chemical reaction that created that emotion that then became like, that chemical reaction became like a vibration frequency that traveled through the body and outside of the body. So that makes sense. So when I see, when we see someone, even if they're like, they're turned sideways or we look in their eyes and they don't even say anything, we can feel kind of what kind of mood they're in. You can tell when someone's happy, right? Like, yeah. and they don't even have to smile at you. Like the energy feels lighter, but you walk in the term we love is you could feel the tension in the room. Yes. Yeah. That's because, yeah, you're exactly right. It's because you can, you can feel that energy coming off of other people. Right. Yeah. Um, and so we've seen this, we've experienced this in a lot of different ways, but right today we're trying to explain it and give it words, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that it can, um, we can get a better understanding and we can kind of extrapolate this information and apply it and use it instead of it, uh, noticing that it's happening to us. Let's use it to make, yeah. Um, a, a change or a difference in our health and wellness. Yeah. I totally make sense now that my brain is like, Oh, E M equals MC squared. Yeah. I have a thought creates an emotion that emotion not only is internal, but it's like, it starts from the inside and vibrates out like through my body and out through my body. Exactly. It's that, that, um, neurochemical pathway. Uh, if you think of it a lot like that particle, right, it hits that pond or lake and it ripples out outside of this mass. It becomes an energetic wave that goes out, you know, um, beyond us. Yeah. Totally makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> it does. Um, I mean, the, what is, I, to me, what is so neat about this is to be able to um, use these concepts uh, to be able to address our, our health, right? Mm -hmm. um, because it's, it helps to kind of underline and maybe understand a little bit better our thoughts and our feelings in that process and how it makes us feel not just physically, right, but how it affects those around us. Um, but hopefully it also helps us to understand, you know, um, how we are influencing our physical body with those thoughts, um, whether they're positive or, you know, or, or negative within that spectrum or within those vibrations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And how we're influencing the world around us. Exactly. Like if we truly wanted peace, it has to start, like I used to say, it has to start from the inside out. And we thought that was like, I just, I didn't understand it from a science and physics perspective that it really truly is more than just a nice phrase, right? Like I change, I become peaceful. I radiate peace out of my body into the environment. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, some of the, the, I don't know, maybe it's the, not necessarily the lack of understanding, but the lack of exploration in, um, 
this field of physics because it's not the traditional Newtonian physics, right? It's a it's a, a another branch of physics. Um, but a lot of folks will say that what's held uh, or one of the theories that's kind of held back the exploration of quantum physics, especially within the US as far as our research goes. Um, other countries don't have as many setbacks as we do. Um, is because the more that they explore quantum physics is it sounds like what's rooted in the, um, uh, huh, in uh, other religions, if you will, right? Um, and their idea of the universe um, versus uh, Americans, we don't always have that understanding of sort of what that universe outside of us, the influence that we have within that universe versus other world religions or other cultures even um, have a better understanding or maybe not an understanding, but like a, um, a framework as to how they influence the, the world um, and the universe at large around them. So okay. yeah, I get it. Like, <laughs> I love how like, Carmen's always gonna be the one that gets like all the like love mail and like so awesome. And then I'm always going to be the one that's going to get the hate mail. That's like you're so offensive. <laughs> but it's like you're saying, like the other other religions have a little bit more open mind in terms of like the universe. Yeah. From my personal experience with Christianity, it tends to be a little bit more closed-minded and very black and white based on tradition and what has told us about the universe and stuff. Yeah. So I think that's influenced, especially within the U.S. Um, and research it within this uh, field of physics um, is kind of, yeah, put us back compared to other countries. Um, so a lot of the research in like the bioenergetics and the quantum mechanics and how even how that influence in relationship with our physical health and with um, medicine is usually done in other countries because of that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there to where it's like, it's not either or, it's not creationism or evolution. We're getting to where it's like, it can be both. It can be both. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Aren't you glad we broke this up into two different ones? Yeah, we'll go into in a little bit more in depth. We had to lay the foundation today, hopefully. All right, friends, talk to you later. Hi, today we wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about this book club that we've started here at Thrive and Aligned. Um, we started a book club for a couple of different reasons. We wanted to grow a tribe of like-minded people who are interested in personal development and growth to better understand your mind, body, and spirit relationships um, to support our overall health and wellness. So if you are somebody who loves to read books, you want to be part of our community and you're eager to grow in mind, body, and spirit, we'd encourage you to join our book club. So what do you get? You get um, a box every month that's going to have the book in it and some additional surprises that go along with the theme for the month. Um, you have four gatherings. So all four of them are virtual. Two of them have the option to be in person as well. So you get to get together as a community and talk about this book, what you're learning, questions, dive deeper, um, get Dr. Carmen's perspective from a physician, get my perspective as a life coach. Um, you're also gonna get access to the private Facebook group. And 
um, just this community, this amazing community of people that are like-minded, learning, going deeper, and um, it's just, it has been amazing. And it's only $34 a month. So to register, you'll go online to thriveandalignhealing.com. You'll see up in the top menu, book club. And remember that the registration is by the fifth of each month. So if you wanna join for December, then you would have to register by November 5th, right? If you're wanting January, then you have to register by December 5th. The fifth of every month is the registration deadline for the next month's book club. So once you register, um, it's a monthly subscription, you will receive your book in this fun box and all the gifts each month. Um, and it's, we'll just have a great time. So join us, thriveandalignhealing.com.